0: Welcome to By Design, where we offer encouragement for you in your home and your soul. I'm Lynn.
1: And I'm Danette. And we're so thankful that you are here listening to us today. Uh, We wanted to share our website with you. It's bydesignpodcast.com. We have ways to subscribe there so please head over there and we would love it if you would subscribe to our podcast
0: absolutely leave a review if you're feeling like it it would be awesome because it actually helps other people find the podcast that are looking for either design-centered ones or um you know christian living yeah
1: and we'll have a link there to help you do that so it's we make it easy for you absolutely no thinking i need all the no thinking help that i can get uh, we're also um, at By Design Podcast on social media. So on Instagram and Facebook, you can find us at, at By Design Podcast. And so. it
0: makes it easy to listen to every um, episode because the links are all right there. You just got to click on it. So thinking is done, guys. We're, we've we got you back. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome. Today we get to talk a little bit about something really fun that happened. Mm. Danette turned rock. She's rocking 40. I'm so far. 40. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's been rocking it.
1: I can't believe I'm 40. It is I, so weird. I can't either. Um, I've never felt like an adult. You, I've you always yet? felt like a child. Like people even look at me. I feel like they look at me and they think I'm a, like a child. They don't take me seriously. And now I'm I'm forty and I'm just like, Do you wanna like really? start conversations with that first? Be like, listen, by, I'm forty, I'm, take me seriously. I'm forty, okay? I don't want I to be mother. Look sweet, but right. I'm forty. I've yes. lived. And I have generally like my manner with people is more submissive. Like I just bend to them and not like if they weren't there, I might just rule the world, but I normally oh, just exactly. deal. i like, I still just very take... strong. So anyway, movement. it's just okay, like... Okay.
0: So now you're I'm ruling 40. the world for a whole week being 40. Oh yeah. And you're rocking it. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about last week what happened when he turned 40?
1: Oh my goodness.
0: We can talk about it. Yeah. Okay. So listen, I... There was a surprise party. Oh my goodness. And I had to keep a surprise. So your sweet husband has been like he called back in july and was like lynn i want to i want to throw a surprise party for my little cougar (laughs) which is Mm -hmm. adorable that he calls you that kind of say i died laughing and um so from then on i had to keep this secret and it it was like it's so so hard for me to not like i love celebrating my people it's not like a type of secret that like it's for people's good. You know, I know it's
1: still for your good, but it's really hard to not tell you things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so probably ever since then, you're getting confused with the planning of it. And it's like this, you have to cut like seriously think in your brain to not let those words come Seriously, <laughs> awesome. I know it, it was. Okay. So <laughs> one of the funniest things, oh my gosh, Lynn sent me this link. She sent it to me and Derek last night. Because um, it it's
0: how I've been feeling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was an SNL skit. The world has to watch this, yeah. So please go to our website, buy some podcast, (laughs) and you'll watch it and watch this clip,
0: and it will bring joy to you.
1: And then you just picture my face on Sue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's Sue, and she's trying to hold in a surprise. It's awesome. And really, Kristen Wiig. Yeah, she's my favorite. So (laughs) it was.
0: And Christopher Walken isn't it it too? And he's pretty. I just love the way he phrases and his speech patterns are hilarious to me. So well, anyways, so we had this (laughs) surprise party and. It came down to Kurt and I had to get her there. Um, I had to keep her busy and away from her house. he could set up all day.
1: Yeah. So that was really, Derek made up this story about not being able to go to work. And so I, while I was with Lindsay throughout the day, we were, I told her this. We were, we were this, working
0: for I, most of it. Yeah.
1: I told her this story about, yeah, Derek couldn't go into work because some guy crashed into something. And I oh told her the story. And you were like, oh. I thought it was weird when we were in the car and you said to Kurt, Kurt listen to this Danette has a story to tell you why Derek couldn't go to work so I, I was like okay I told him the story but really you guys are laughing at oh, me oh we were
0: laughing I in your head I could not like when you were telling me and I had to be like oh my gosh that's crazy and okay, <laughs> I, but is it's it like, scary how easily I could lie isn't that also kind of scary
1: it is and it also <laughs> is scary how easily I believe my husband oh my goodness. That he tells me these dumb stories <laughs>
0: Now you're going to be like, really? Are you really going to work? So so many things,
1: so many layers of deceit happened that day. Um, For one, I had Derek. This is really funny. I had Derek take my son um, to this fantastic Fridays. It's kind of like fun school daycare just on Fridays, and um, so he had to take him. And apparently. Derek and I don't communicate very well <laughs> and uh he didn't realize he was supposed to take a lunch so he gets there and he drops off rage and the lady's like where's his lunch and he's like lunch so then it just I, cracks me up I know Bless I was at a, him he was trying to help yeah I was at a job site working and a little bit later Lindsay shows up and she's like you'll never guess what I just did I made your son's lunch <laughs> so Derek like went to Lindsay's house and was like this is a weird request. Can you make Rage's lunch? <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was awesome. So I made him lunch and then I was like, okay, well, do I I'm like, she's gonna know. Like so having to know where to lie and what to lie about. You guys, it exhausted me. Like by the by the time we finally got you to the party, I my arms were heavy. Like yeah, was it like, was a
1: cause <laughs> I kept wanting to go back home. I forgot something and Lynn's like, oh no, Derek brought it to me. Oh no. I forgot. Which he like, didn't. I know. I but, <laughs> but I've been waiting for her to sh- sh- bring this gift. Like <laughs> I know. I had a gift for a friend that I left at home, and then Derek was looking for it for me, and supposedly he dropped it off at your house, and it never. While he picked up Rage's lunch. Right. So just so the other day, out. I'm like thinking, does she this... actually have that gift at her house?
0: <laughs> no, she doesn't, because it's a lie. Another <laughs> I'm lie. So sorry. No, what I was like even w- more worried about is that you would find. Like So we had to be like very covert about when Derek would text me or when I could text Derek. And then I got like a little insight into like, I'm like, oh my gosh, what if she finds his phone? And she's like, why is Lindsay texting my husband without <laughs> me being in it? Or, you know, because we're pretty like, right. not that we're none we're of us pretty trusting, but like... We never text each other's husbands. We without. don't. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, if I'm with her and Derek Gora calls, it's <laughs> going to be like, why is Derek calling you? So he would text Kurt.
1: And Kurt would text me and he'd be like,
0: have your wife text me when she's away from Danette. Or I'd be like, I'm with Danette for the next few hours. Yeah. I mean,
1: and this is, normally I just go with That was so stressful. But normally I I do what you say, Lynn. (laughs) And so like when she was said, and this was such a busy week last week of, I was gone every day working. Yes. Every day I was taking my son with me to a job site and he's like playing with the toys at the job site. It was crazy. So I hadn't been home. So my house is a wreck okay no there's no party ever happening there in my mind because it's a mess but i knew your mom was coming right but i didn't know that <laughs> and then on friday lynn had this idea that we'd all go out for lunch for my birthday
0: well and it was our other friend's birthday too in our little life I know, group but so we I were was like, we like we haven't seen her either it'll be a great opportunity us girls let's go out for lunch
1: so i just told them you guys go you know my birthday we've celebrated it already please just go and then you're like no you're going you can like, change hey. that meeting and i was like So, so I make this priority.
0: I totally pull out all um, the guilt, guys. Like
1: for me to go to another lunch for my birthday, because I don't really even celebrate it. I'm just like, it just doesn't happen. You know, I I don't really care. And so, I had to go to this lunch, and then (laughs) you know. I drank a beer, <laughs> okay, a real beer. It in was the middle a, of the day. <laughs> a, at a brewery, which I can't drink for the record. Oh but I guess what we found out is when I do drink, I get really bold. <laughs> because later on that evening, we're supposed to go out to dinner. And like I've been being carted around by Lindsay and Kurt all night. And well, it's no, so Derek was like, going to meet us th- at you said, dinner. You said,
0: I'll just go with you guys because then Derek can come in. We won't have two cars right? and, and I had had go a home drink. with Derek. And yeah. I
1: couldn't say...
0: No, because that would throw it off. So anyway, she jumps in the jeep with
1: us. I had that beer and I couldn't even drive. Okay, because oh you goodness. had
0: one four percent beer,
1: <laughs> which was a strong one that you took. You drank over three hours.
0: <laughs> I took three hours. To drink even, that beer. But it
1: really affects me. Something's wrong with me. But anyway, so we go out to this restaurant and we're having drinks and waiting on my husband to show up. And and he, the plan was, he you was your phone died, which was also not part of the plan. I was like, crap. So he calls my phone. I talked to Danette. <laughs> right. I, I Seriously. We were supposed to have drinks bef- and dinner with our friends. And my uh, husband yeah. basically texts me and says, oh, I forgot I've been working on the roof all day because we're re-roofing our house. And I was just like, you forgot? Like we had had a birthday <laughs> dinner planned for all of our friends with husbands. And so this one mattered. And so all he had to do was take a shower and come in. And he's like, well, I'm not even going to come. I, yeah. I'm not even, I'm too hot. Just have him girl, come here. You guys, if and he, you could have seen the daggers. He, he was like, just come her here. Eyes. Bring your friends here. And I was like, our house is a disaster. There's no way I'm bringing anyone there. And all you have to do is drive here. In my mind, he was inconveniencing like eight people. Okay. <laughs> eight people <laughs> had to drive to my house because he wouldn't take a shower. Oh my gosh. It was hilarious. And so, so, we were I, like, so, we so I finally care. was putting my foot down and I was like, then we'll just go out to dinner. If he doesn't want to come, I don't care. Like... I just wanted to enjoy myself. But if I was to go home and bring people to my messy house for my oh, birthday. You but that have would have heard I would,
0: the conversations it was.
1: But I wouldn't enjoy really? that. So I was like, that will be painful for me. I know. And, and so this would be fun. So I want to go for friend. the fun.
0: I'm like trying to be sensitive to you being like... <laughs> This would not, that would not be okay. Lynn, you know, I can't do that. And I was like, I know, but D, we don't care. Like,
1: but I care.
0: And like, then Sophia, this is brilliant. One of the girls in the life. She's like, well, I don't care what we do as long as we're all together. And I'm like, well, Derek's not here. So we're not all together. And so then
1: what Car- are we gonna do? Then your husband was like, it kind of doesn't feel like right without your husband here. And I, because.
0: Then and then he says, if you do me a favor, for not having to be like out in
1: public. He's like, I'd much rather have just a fire at your house. I know. So <laughs> eventually awesome. I caved in.
0: I pulled out it's, the heart, Derek's
1: heart. Yeah. She's like, maybe his heart's hurting because he has heart issues. Maybe
0: he's not feeling and well. And I was like, it. he's
1: fine. We're ready for him to die from that. <laughs> like, I'm like, we've, we've worked through that. It was so hard. Anyways, we finally finished our drinks and loaded her up. <laughs> loaded. mad. I was so mad at him. She was so mad. Because, okay, just, we were so mad. So this is probably the one time in the lifetime of surprise parties that it was a real surprise. So they bring Mad Mama home. Oh, it was, we're, I'm, we're, I'm already like an hour late for the surprise party because they had to argue with me to get me to come home.
0: And I get out. and I'm texting them. Okay, so we're sitting here at that. I'm texting Sophia and Kirk going, get drinking and eating. Finish up. We are late. We have to get her there now.
1: Yeah. So anyway, they threw me in the car. They thought they might have to carry me out. I made it home. We in I jumped the driveway. out and I was mortified because I was so mad. And I, and then I gave my husband a hollow hug (laughs) because I couldn't even hug him because I was still mad at him for so many things (laughs) during the day because he also Uh, has been
0: deceiving you for the last few days. Right.
1: I called. Well, and one thing that really made me mad was my son was supposed to be picked up from his daycare by my mother-in-law. Okay. And normally I talk to her and plan things, but I was letting him do it because I was having this birthday lunch that I didn't even want to go to. So I just called my mother-in-law and was like, do you have rage? You were supposed to pick him up. I just want to make sure. And she was like, I don't have rage. And I was like, you didn't pick him up. It's 45 minutes after he's supposed to be picked up. No one's picked him up. So then... And
0: I felt really bad for her because she didn't... I was mad at her. And she didn't know that your mom... like The baby had been picked up. Everybody... They already had this planned. I knew it. So I was like... I knew your mom had them, and I'm like, "Yeah, oh crap!" So
1: like, I was panicking.
0: If I, say, I he's was fine. so so he's mad at my mom, husband. you'd yeah. be like, "Why is my mom in town?" And right.
1: So I have this picture of oh, my poor guys. husband up on the roof, forgetting my son's lunch, forgetting about picking him up from daycare, forgetting. Um... Did he sleep on the couch that night? <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> but then the other thing was, what did he forget? oh yeah he didn't make it to dinner because he's too tired and i was just like oh, oh my priorities straw. priorities here but so anyway i i jumped out of the car at the surprise and i was like are you serving humble pie because i was so just like humiliated oh my nothing word. like it was yeah, awesome but all my friends were at my house it, it was so pretty and, and decorated. he did all of that
0: it was so cute he was like hey lynn how do we do the decorations and i was like I would normally be the person to do that for him. Like, that's what I would mm-hmm. like as my, like, oh, let me do all the tables for yeah. you. And so I was like, would you already have all the stuff? So he was like, awesome. So I was like, get some mason jars and those chunks of wood. And he yeah. did it all. I might like, go get some. I went and got the tea lights for him and just gave them to him the morning when he brought yeah. Rage to get his oh, lunch. Oh, yeah. I wondered. I, I sent him. Yeah. I sent him with like mm-hmm. candles. And I was like, just drop those in the mason jars and... He, yeah, did he did all. it all. He did such a good job. I, I yeah. sent him like the stuff to go get like for tablecloths and he did. He killed it. He did yeah. such a great job.
1: So there was a party. It was, it was so much fun. It was so fun. But honestly, I was kind of, like Derek was joking. He's like, the madder you got, the happier I got. He oh, it was, was glad awesome. I was mad because then he knew I'd be really surprised. I texted him a picture at dinner not never, never. I never get mad at him like that. It's probably oh, the first yeah. time that I ever like put my foot down and was like, You dropped the ball. Like I text him like, I'm disappointed.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was so mad. That's so funny. Yeah, I texted him a picture of you being like you and like trying to look like you're having a good I time know. out and was like, I'm like, I don't know if we're going to get out there. She's so mad. And he mm-hmm. was like laughing. He just, I got, LOL, this is awesome. <laughs> the response yeah. I got.
1: But nothing like showing up to a party where there's like, you know, I don't like- know. 25, 30 people knowing how mad you've been. That oh, was awesome. So like they they were telling me, all my friends were saying things to me like, yeah, we can tell you're still mad at him. Because, like, <laughs> and I was like, I couldn't like flip a switch. Like my <laughs> head knew, but my body couldn't uh, catch up. It was so to funny. To not being mad. I, <laughs> Derek, women are Derek was holding her cake
0: oh, for yeah. her to blow the candles out. This, this isn't my favorite. So you got a picture of Derek standing there smiling at her for her to blow out the candles. And she blows the candles out. And he turns around and looks at one of our friends and he's like, yeah, she's still pretty pissed. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we all got a huge kick out of it. So thanks for the entertainment. Yeah, and fun. I feel so much better that I'm not lying to you anymore. Guys, I'm not made to lie to my people like for things like that, even though, cause I was so excited. I love celebrating my right, friends. I think we should be celebrating each other. The achievements we make the, like all of the things we should weep together and we should dance together. You know, like, enjoy it all so it was a really fun night so seriously if you get the opportunity to like bless i'm going to use the word bless very loosely here you really should um careful with that <laughs> i'm i feel humbled uh, do it because do it. It, it's so it's so fun to see how many people loved you and <laughs>
1: want to show up yeah it was celebrate i f- yeah i can't believe that everyone drove out to our house and it was fun yeah it was it, a beautiful it night. happened and yeah, it felt
0: good. But I'm 40. You're 40. Are you what are you doing differently? Are you do you have any like huge goals for your 40s? Mm-hmm. Like as you move into a new decade, like are you wanting to like I'm trying to like now that I'm in my mid 30s, like my last half, I I it's the first time in my life I'm like taking my health and my body more mm-hmm. seriously just because I want to be able to do all the things that God's called me to do. I need to take care of
1: myself to do that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, so. taking care of myself is a good one. Um, maybe embracing being an adult. Oh, look at you. Is, you know, just in my mindset. Um <laughs> not that yeah. funny? Like I have to... It's kind, of a, it's kind of a great, like, stepping stone for you, like a new decade that... Just to see how God's going to use you, you know? I know, yeah. One of my friends had told me one time, I, we were talking about birthdays, and he had said that, you know, if I thought about it, like my first 40 years... Um, you know 10 or 15 or 20 years of that I was just like growing up yeah and figuring it out so now I have like a whole nother 40 years ahead of me a whole nother lifetime to rock and roll like yeah to get I it done that. so it's like a whole new life
0: ahead of me where you can actually do all the things that you've learned like take yeah. take the things and the tools that you've like, you've yeah. been given and now you get so to, like, like build some people w-
1: might look at it like you know I'm my life is over or look at all the time I wasted, maybe not running hard after the Lord or not doing this, but actually it's not about the time that was wasted. It's about the time that's ahead. Absolutely. Right. That's Awesome. Yeah. I have a race has just started. Basically. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. As it does. It's a marathon
0: guys. It's not a,
1: but we can have that mindset every day. Right.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So this is kind of like a great segue into what we're going to talk about today, but now that I am trying to be more of a grown-up and take care of my of body, mm-hmm. yes, I've been running more in the last year, which is funny because I always was the girl that said, if I'm running, start running, because that means <laughs> something awful's coming because I'm not a runner. chased. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I've been running. And so today, actually this morning, I was on my run and I saw something that kind of broke my heart. So I was doing my regular loop and um, as I was passing, you know, we are, I'm on county roads out here. And so I was running and on the shoulder was sometimes people will drive and throw things out their window, right? (laughs) So like that drives me crazy. Though Can I just say like Mm -hmm. littering? Come on. Right. We are bigger than that. You guys stop it. (laughs) Stop. I just slapped your hand. If you've been one of those people that throws garbage out the window. We don't do that. No. Take care of God's earth, please. Anywho. There was, though, this was different because what it was, it was a pregnancy test box. Oh. So it made me think that whoever is taking that test didn't want the garbage to be seen either in their home or wherever they were going, right? So they're hiding Mm -hmm. and they're probably scared because that's not a, a mom or someone who is desiring that. Yeah. That's that's not what you check out the window.
1: Right. You don't do it in the car. No. Or, you know, so I
0: saw it as I was running and I was like, oh, like I just kind of felt heavy for her. And so I caught myself like praying for that Mm. girl, whoever she was, whether she was a woman or, you know, I don't know the situation. She probably
1: feels pretty alone. Right.
0: And how easily it is for us to get lost in our minds and tell ourselves lies or not have the right people around us, or you're caught in sin patterns, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what all of us are, you know, like we've all been there. We've all experienced that to some degree. So it was just this, Mm -hmm. I felt really, it could be a wonderful thing, you know, new life and God knits us together and, you know, like his plans are never thwarted, you know, by our, Mm -hmm. we can't screw it up you know like we can screw ourselves our own lives up but god doesn't screw up the plans that he has for us like mm-hmm. you know he's not surprised or he just takes it and molds us right so <clears throat> anyways i saw that art and i just was like okay lord what is it in my life that's like that right like how how do we how do we apply that to our us like what is it that i want to hide or not be real about or not be um transparent about, or you know we all have mm-hmm. things that we don't want to be seen and or we're ashamed of, and shame that is what kills our soul, you know like that's what can be so destructive in our bodies, so it got me thinking about how like i I have lived like that before, mm-hmm. hidden, you know, not really letting people see me or my struggles and um, not that we need to showcase our our struggles, but a lot of times God can use those to showcase his splendor, right and his power. So that's like what I've been really sitting in as we've been doing our included study, mm-hmm. you know, writing the stories of our Savior stories, not living in our shadows and the lies that we tell ourselves, but actually stepping into like, okay, how can how can I look at this with the perspective of what God mm-hmm. has for me? you know, mm-hmm. like holding it loosely, and open,
1: right? And when you're hiding something, you're still shackled by it. It's got so power over you. When you bring it into the light, mm-hmm. as scary as it is, it sets you free. Yeah,
0: and then, like, and then, if you really walk into that, you're never the same. So, like, if we really walk into that, and like, look at the Bible; it is full of people like that. Like, it is full, like, right from the Old Testament all the way, all the way through the New Testament, like, of people that didn't think that they were good enough or you know, smart enough or brave enough or anything, but God used them. in the little that they had, the small things, and he did something amazing with it. When they encountered him? Yeah. When they encountered that saving, powerful God, you know, and truly let him change them Mm -hmm. and use them right where they are. Like, look at the, look at what we could do, you know? And then Jesus says in the New Testament that, we're going to do better, greater things than he even did Mm -hmm. because we have the Holy Spirit in us now. And if we are in Christ. And so I just, I found that like, it's just funny how like I can see something like that now Mm -hmm. and make, it makes me see my sin, you know, Mm -hmm. like as opposed to not passing off judgment Right or like, oh, someone's been having sex. Like oh my goodness, mm, like, I wonder no. if she was already married. Yeah, and it, it doesn't seriously. matter. You know, it just it matters that there's somebody hurting. You know, and
1: anyways, yeah. And this whole idea of encountering Jesus and never being the same afterwards, um, it it, it, it it's like twofold. It can be when someone when they get saved. Yep. do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. From that point when you see Jesus, you really are never the same, and your life is going to change. But for those of you who have already been saved, don't just write this off as "Well, I've already checked that box; I'm in Christ." See, and that's me, right? So there could be a story, a brokenness still within you that you haven't brought to the your knee, brought to the Lord and in your knees, dealt like on your knees, dealt with, yeah. to be able to live free and new from that point on. Like there's still a chance to be changed anew forever. Amen. For all of us. Seriously. Saved and, or not.
0: Yeah. And I, I've i had this conversation with Kirk before because I'm like, I don't even know if I was a Christian before. And he was like, yes, Lenny, you were. And I'm like, yes, but I feel like I was doing it out of obligation. I did believe the word of God. I did. Like, I really can say I did believe it. I believed that um, Jesus really did die. He lived. He died. He was resurrected. I believed in the gospel that, you know, this is now a way that... Mm-hmm. um That this was God's plan all along. you hadn't
1: been set free in your mind. I
0: was not living in it. Like, I was not allowing the gospel to actually get in and get out of me. I was doing it for the appearances of men. I was doing good things and being good and doing the moral things, which are good. I was faking it until I made it, and I made it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things where once I did really see all my sin and see even the good things I was doing... um that other people saw that would they would have applauded that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, God still used it. Mm-hmm. Like he was still able to use all that because he's God and not man. But I knew in my heart, it was not being the blessing that it could be that mm-hmm. God was intending it to be.
1: Yeah. And we've been talking about that in our Bible study included with Christ that we're doing.
0: Oh, at Heather Holman study. Yeah. You guys do it with a it's friend. so beautiful.
1: But just this idea of um, living your savior story instead of the shadow story, which is it might be the lies you tell yourself or living from a broken place instead of a um, believing that you are seated with Christ, that you are seated in the heavenly realms.
0: At a table that he's already got a spot for you. You don't have to earn it.
1: So the thing is, is um, it's kind of believing everything that's already been done for you. So it's It's putting your money where your mouth is. right? But see, so many many of us, um, me included all the time in different ways, we, um, you know, we're told that we're set free. We're told that we're seen as spotless. We're told these things and it's true, but we don't live from that truth. We live from the broken spot still. Or the knowledge of it. Yeah, the knowledge of it. But we don't really embrace that and think this is me he's talking about. Right. When, you know, this is me that God sees and loves and wants to know like personally. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I think we're going to continually be taking that in on our walk with Christ for the rest right. of our lives. But you have just had this dramatic, um, opening thing that just happened because you've been set free in a new way.
0: Right. And like, I, so I look back at the last five years where I had been kind of living in the freedom that, that Christ has called me to. Like, mm-hmm. so it's funny, like I had memory versus, like, you know, I was that girl. Mm-hmm. I got all of my stars in Sunday school. I always knew my verses and those things aren't bad. Okay. So I don't want to poo no. poo on that. Like those are good things. Cause I have oh, God's word, word in your a way. Exactly.
1: Powerful still.
0: But it's funny. Like I could recite it and know it, but I wasn't living it. Right. right. And there's a difference
1: y'all. So head knowledge and heart knowledge. Yeah. yeah.
0: And like, it's like, you know, um, a bird trying to fly with one wing. If you're only got like the head knowledge and you have no heart, you're not going to go very far, you know? So you need to have a good balance of the knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Yeah, I need, seriously. I just have this picture I, of a little bird
1: like falling up a limb. I
0: feel like one of my bird wings is like shorter than the other.
1: Can I try to catch like, up? <laughs> down. Oh
0: right? Isn't that so Life, Mm -hmm. like, you know, we're trying, we're like, you know, and then if we just allowed God, to like, if we allowed God to fill our, you know what I mean? Two wings. Yes. Like Like, it would just be so much more beautiful. So anywho, I have been, um, I get to speak a little bit on this, like about how we encounter Mm -hmm. Christ and we're never the same afterwards and sharing my story and just the things I've learned along the way and what God's revealed to me. And, you know, there's I draw so much strength and encouragement from the life of David mm. in the old Testament, in the life of Paul in the new Testament, because here are two men who, um, were still fully human, you know, and like, look at Paul, for instance, he was killing Christians. He, um, knew he was a smart man and yet he, he didn't know Christ. Right. He was persecuting Christians and on his way, to get Christians to bring back to Jerusalem in chains. He encounters the living God. Like he enc- literally on the road stopped dead. And then they God blinded him. God made a way for him. And Paul believed. But from that point on. He was never the same. Yeah. And the story never. changed,
1: right? He wasn't trying to hunt those people down to torture them, to kill no. them, to end them. It, he completely changed the and the great the, thing i love the story of his life
0: the and the trajectory of our christian faith mm-hmm. like if it hadn't been for paul look how look at the influence Look how god has it says that in that moment when god encounters him on the roads of damascus god says that you know you're to go in mm-hmm. and stay here and then he tells and ananias god tells ananias in a in a vision to go and see this paul
1: because mm-hmm.
0: i have chosen him to bring the word to the gentiles mm-hmm. And to the kings and even to the Israelites.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and Ananias is like, uh, God, he kills Christians. <laughs> like I love the fact that that the Bible doesn't shy away from that. like, um not sure if you've been reading the news down here, mm-hmm. like God knew what he was doing, you know and, and Ananias trusted and he went to that he went to that house and he delivered the message to Paul. Paul believed he would his sight and he was filled with the Holy Spirit. it says in the, in Acts chapter 9 and then he went about his business. He started learning the ways of Christ. He went into Jerusalem mm-hmm. and he found Barnabas and he found Silas and
1: yeah, and the crazy part about that story to me or, um is that he was coming from the background of knowing the power of his church, mm-hmm. the power of his belief in, you know, the Jewish faith and that you know he he hated these people. He knew the power and he knew he was going in to talk to to Gentiles, you know, that was eventually his calling, but he knew it was basically an impossible task. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to walk into that situation as like a small pebble and think that you're going to have any effect to blow this thing out of the water. But when we look at it now, he took his steps in faith and just did what he was told by God and honored um, the path that he was told to walk down. But he wasn't concerned with the like results, and but it had or how he was going to get there, right? But the thing is, is over. Look at the impact he's had, the ripple effect on like lives, our world, thousands of years from them, because yeah. he said yes and he went. But he went into a situation where he wasn't going to see the results, right? Like, I mean, honestly, well, it no, wasn't battle he was captured,
0: right? Like, yeah. So he, that very first time into Jerusalem, like when he was in in the city, learning from the apostles, he was hunted by the same Pharisees, the same Jewish leaders. They wanted him dead, just like they wanted Jesus dead. You know, like they wanted, they tried in all of their, they got him imprisoned eventually. Like Paul has an amazing story. and He considered his chains. He made, he looked at everything as for the sake of the gospel.
1: Right. And right where he was, he, <laughs> lived, he lived out his calling. Yeah. So he wasn't like, well, I guess this is over. Cause I can't, I can't, you know, be in front of thousands of people where I can't, do these things. How I about can, the guard here? Right, the guard, guard
0: here in the jail.
1: Right. The one he was chained to. Mm. I, I had heard someone say once that um, he wasn't chained to the guards. The guards were chained to him. Mm. So he that's how he looked at it. Like, guys, this
0: is our God, yeah. okay? This is how God does stuff. So he, God had chosen Paul. That's what he told Adanias when he visited him. Then we read in Ephesians, which Paul penned while he was in prison, to the church in Ephesus, that we are chosen in Christ. Hmm. So we are united in Christ. We are chosen in Him. We just are. And then He lays out this beautiful way that we should be living and serving others and living to the full calling that He has already set before us. And yet we like, we know it and we have the audacity to balk at it, you know, like Mm -hmm. to just say, I'm not enough. I can't do this. I'm not smart enough. I'm not. And look at Paul, like he's literally sitting in a prison cell and mm-hmm. we have that same opportunity mm-hmm. if we are just willing to surrender our pride and actually walk into the calling wherever it is to live out the gospel, mm-hmm. you know, and how that would change our day. If we looked at every time we ran into somebody at the grocery store or in our workplace or on our walks, if we really lived that out, like the way, rung out for the gospel, the way mm-hmm. these men were, these men of faith.
1: Right. And um, one of the things, I, when I look back at Matthew 13, that I think of this is like something I've been over and over in scripture. Um, where it says, this is why I speak to them in parables. Jesus says, though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not hear or understand. And um in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. You will ever be hearing, but never understanding. You will ever be seeing, but never perceiving. For this people's heart has become calloused, and they hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. And I just think that, um, like, the, though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not under, hear or understand. I think at that point, when you meet Jesus, in whatever situation it is, there is a seeing, there is a hearing, and then there is a turning. And after you make that turn, you produce a crop. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Absolutely. There's fruit that you bear. So it's like you come to the moment where you, like your scales are removed from your eyes, mm-hmm. and you see, and you hear, and you follow. And then God changed Paul's name. He was Saul, right? And God
0: changed him. He was then called Paul. Mm-hmm. And that's the same for you and me, right? Like us listening to this, we have a new name. We are child of God. We have righteousness imputed on us because of the saving power of Jesus. Right. So we can walk in that newness of life right. after we see and hear in turn, right?
1: Yeah. And it's fun to look at your life, um, you know, from those growing moments where you meet Jesus on the road again and again, because mm-hmm. uh, I think we do continually have to meet him and be brought Absolutely. back to the same truth. But then from that, you can ask yourself the question, Am I producing a crop? Yeah. Where's the fruit? And if you look around and you might not see all the fruit, but if you're living from a fruitless life where you're not doing, if you're not even excited about doing the things. What would you say?
0: Okay. Just so we can break this down. Like where where would you say like a fruitless life? What would that kind of, what do you think that could look like?
1: Well, maybe you're wrapped up in um, just the sports of like your kids sports. Maybe you're just wrapped up in that and you're going to the games and you're cheering in the stands but you're not looking for opportunities to connect with other people, to love them where they are and show them Christ. Like do the things that your family does, but look for opportunities to share. You might not see the fruit, but are you doing acts for fruit? Are you hiding? Yeah. Are you like living there? Hiding in the stands. Right. Like you could be watching games and doing all this stuff, but never considering that. Like Paul, when he was chained, Mm -hmm. um, like what I was saying, like he wasn't there chained to the guard. Like, I can't go anywhere. These guards, I'm chained to him. No, they're chained to him. Uh-huh. Those, You're not sitting next to a crowd of people and scrunched. They're sitting next to someone who loves Jesus. And it's an opportunity for them to make a relationship with someone and be changed forever. So, like, that's your goal. Like, maybe you work so hard. And, like, I have to, re- I have to come back to this. Um, I have to meet Jesus on the road of my work all the time where mm-hmm. I get caught in things and Am I just doing all these jobs or am I stopping and praying at the job site over the house? We do that. Yeah. Sometimes we've walked into a job site and later I'm mad because like we didn't stop and pray. We didn't consider I know the relationship that we're getting by meeting these people. But mm-hmm. so we, that's what I'm saying. Honestly, is, that's
0: kind of my favorite thing. So I've even worked with like, there's a realtor that I work with. I do staging in homes mm-hmm. and he's a believer also. And, um... The last time I staged a house, we stopped and I was like, let's pray over this and like to bless the next family, the family leaving and the family coming in, but they would know right. the love of Christ. We can do simple things like that
1: all day long. Right. So when you ask yourself, am I producing a crop? Mm-hmm. What the question, I think part of, part of finding that answer is, am I sowing seeds? Right. So if you want to have that crop, if you want to be someone that is producing for the Lord, um, are you planting seeds? Like, it's yep. not hard to.
0: Absolutely. And, and
1: look for opportunities, you know? So like I think this is like the perfect example, like this whole conversation about Paul, right? All mm-hmm. these things. But you also mentioned David. Yeah. So I want to take you back to that because Paul was kind of like the conversion point or sometimes yep. for people like me coming back to meeting Jesus on the road of where, you know, where I am. But what about David's story? Tell me about so, that. So the thing I love about David is the fact that here's a man
0: who knew God from a very young age, Okay. He was chosen. He was appointed, but he was an anointed king for a long, long time, 40 yeah, years, right? Out. Yep. He had to wait it out. He had to wait it out and that was not easy. He knew God. He knew the Old Testament. He knew the scriptures, right? Like he knew the Torah. He would have been, like he was, he was a believer mm-hmm. in God Almighty and yet he still screwed up. He still mm-hmm. screwed up and God still used him and God still blessed him and that is like, Guys, he had a woman another, a friend of his, he had him killed so that he could sleep with his wife, right? He saw her, he lusted after her, he wanted her for his own. He brought her in, he slept with her, mm-hmm. she got pregnant, kills her husband, and the baby ends up dying. Yeah. He is a broken man. He knew he saw his sin. He and God still used him. Mm-hmm. So it's not that when people screw up. We don't be like, oh, you're, you're screwed. You are not going to be able to get out of this mess. Mm -hmm. Like that is the catalyst, right? It can be the catalyst to see our sin and to really just be like, Lord, he was, he was still the apple of God's eye.
1: He was an amazing, he had a heart after the Lord Mm. and he was a brilliant leader. He, yeah. So he's this, he has this beautiful heart and he makes a big mistake. And so I want to talk about that mistake real quick yeah. where, where he fell into sin. Um, because I've, st- I studied this a little bit where like, where did David go wrong? And mm. um, I I think it's tied to his work mm. and what he was supposed to be doing. Like the Kings usually went to war. Right. And he decided to stay home for it, whatever reason. So he wasn't out there doing the work he was supposed to be doing. And that's was when he, he called fa- to, yeah. So he like called to. he decided to stay home and he kind of Turned in and receded, and he was enjoying the luxuries of his life, like up on a roof. Oh my mercy! Instead of instead of going out in the field, if he would have if he would have went to do what he was called to do, and it would have been different. It would have been, and I realize God uses all these things, but exactly, I'm just saying if. So like, don't put yourself in positions where you can fall into sin. Right, easily. when you can look over the sin or look over the fence and see a woman that could tempt you. I mean, it wasn't like he he jumped at once. It was like baby steps, and yeah. it started when he didn't one follow. choice
0: after another choice. Yeah, if, if all these little choices can lead you astray,
1: right? And I love that.
0: Uh, I think it's C.S. Lewis. He says like, when you're traveling a road, I can't remember which book it was in, but I'm totally messing this up because he's eloquent and brilliant, but. When you're traveling on a road, if you're just one degree off, you'll end up in a completely different Hmm. destination than where you're supposed to be headed. So just that one degree, you know, one little, you know, I'm tired. I'm just, I'm just going to click on this or you know what? I just
1: had the perfect example of this. This is hilarious because you know how I get drawn down the path of books. Yeah. I get sucked into books and then I get sucked into their movies and then I just like (laughs) lose a week of my life. So I... So the other night I was like I had I was looking for something to do. I have tons of things to do, but I was looking for some enjoyment, right? So I like pulled up my um Kindle app and I was looking at some of the books I have and I was like, "Oh, I want to read this book." Yeah. But then I stopped and I thought, "I know what path that will take me down. It would take me down that one." Right? It's this crazy path, but remember like 6 months ago when I fell oh, into right? some sin and I was like, "Uh, oh.
0: <laughs> you're so adorable." <laughs> okay, anyway.
1: Um I just saw that I would, I would be, um, I'd be listening to these books and then I would be watching these movies and it's like love movies. It's nothing bad, but I knew that it would steal me away from what God wanted me to do. And I have this mission trip coming up and I really just want to be wrapped in his word. Amen. So then instead I went back to the King's cross, which is a book I have on audio tape. It's about the book of Mark. So I started listening to that again and I have just been, instead of hiding out and listening to these books and then ignoring my, my family and my children. Cause that's what happens. Like yeah. I get, well, then I get caught so wrapped up, in, up it. in
0: it. Like, and we're leading a Bible study, you know what yeah. I mean? It steals time where we could be learning. It does. And
1: not that it was a bad thing, but no. for me, I just know it would be a stumbling block block. Yeah. And I clicked on the right one and I am so refreshed. Oh, like, that's so great. Yeah. And tomorrow I might not, but and today honestly, I did. <laughs>
0: exactly. And that's the thing is like, we can't beat ourselves up for that. But at the same point in time, all we have to do is whisper, Jesus, please be near and help me.
1: I, right. So, what's your stumbling block? What's right. your, you know, some of the triggers that are going to send you off down that one degree that's going to take you to the path you don't want to be on? Yeah. And so, you know, I don't Absolutely. So,
0: so and this is like,
1: try just, to set safeguards is, for yourself. Like, I, guess, I should maybe delete some of those books off my Kindle <laughs> before I, I end up like watching Jane Austen a million I times. Know. Like, come on. Like, especially I, come fall, it's getting
0: darker earlier. So, yeah. you just kind of want to curl up a right. tea. If and... I have
1: a weekend,
0: yes. I know. You have to kind of set those parameters. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's so true, but that's using wisdom, right? Yeah. So we're praying the wisdom over you today too. And whatever you're facing, just know that you don't have to be alone in it. You don't Mm. bring it into the light. And you know that you can truly encounter an amazing saving God who sees you and knows you. And he knows anyways, guys, he knows anyways. We may think we're hiding, but let him use those broken, ugly pieces of you for his glory. Because I'm telling you, as living proof, it is the most satisfying thing you can do.
1: Mm.
0: So I need to like re- I need to like re- hear that myself. Say those things sometimes too for myself. You know, mm. yeah. Because I can quickly get caught up in the rat race of life, like everybody else. So mm-hmm. and the message is for us all. Amen. Over like, and over again, Lord, pound it into my soul. We right. My yeah. I can keep hearing it and keep. That's what I want. Repenting. That's and- what I want to be the dialogue under my soul. Not the lies and the distractions, you know, like, and mm-hmm. I think we can really easily fall into that trap. So, mm. <laughs> okay, so that being said, today was fun to talk about Danette's party at the beginning of the episode, but, mm-hmm. um, seriously, guys, light some, put some tea lights in mason jars in the fall, mm. light candles in your house.
1: String some lights
0: in your trees. That's my favorite part. Seriously? I haven't taken
1: the lights down. Remember after when you your... take a picture? Yeah, I know. I couldn't take it down either. Yeah. It's so pretty. Lynn had an event here and afterwards she didn't want to take the lights down. And I don't either. <laughs> but they're Kelly's. So I, on
0: that tree, that huge it's just so gorgeous. It was just magical. Take a picture or maybe put it on the
1: website. You mm-hmm. should do that in the evening. What's the cute thing about my husband doing this party is that like we have all of our own lights. And I was like, Why didn't I you know. use our lights? Like this is great. Like the, and I he's know. like I couldn't find them. Um, they're sitting in... It. I remember one time I got them ready for you. <laughs> you and they're did. in a bin. They're
0: like right they're in the right dining there. room. Oh, bless his heart. It's so cute.
1: Well, and <laughs> he, he doesn't did... know where anything is in our house. Well, I love him so much. it was so cute.
0: And he was asking me, hey, okay, which mason jars? Because I was like, I didn't. It. It's got lots of mason jars. So go get them.
1: But the really big ones?
0: Sure. i was <laughs> like, honestly, you can like put different sizes together. And it was just so cute to see him like... He knew what you liked, you know, and he knows your style. Yeah. And yet he wasn't afraid to ask for help, you know, (laughs) which I think was really great. He didn't Mm. just try to do it all himself. Like Mm. he did the work and he let other people speak into it. So like that dessert table your friend did. um, It was so beautiful. She did a stellar job. Many hands, guys. So light some candles in your house this fall. Seriously, Mm. it's been my favorite thing. Mm. Yeah. Lighting all the candles and just rest in the knowledge that you're enough. And that you can let God do all of the heavy lifting for you and you can just walk into it. Thanks. Thanks for
1: tuning in today.